You are listening to Boku no Stop, an anime godcast that will earn your pleasure via battle. I'm your host, Fletcher Arnett, and with me is... Friss. And Matt. And today we're talking about Cyborg 009, The Cyborg Soldier, episodes 21 through 26. We're done with season one. Thank God. Hooray! Uh, <laughs> this first one will actually go pretty quick. It is The Fossil of Evil. And the basic gist of it is... It is the platonic idea of a filler episode. Yep. Uh, this actually comes way later in the manga than here. This is clearly just, we need one episode before the Mythos arc. Yeah, and there's a there's a, some bits of it that don't make a ton of sense to me, other than the fact that, oh, hey, they're doing a Jurassic Park, but not really. They clearly spent zero dollars on this, but that's okay, because unlike the rest of Cyborg 009, the other four episodes look fucking great. Yeah, because so, like, oh my god, the 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 the, the Velociraptor or whatever, or dinosaur, di- I forget what's it is. Uh, Dionychus. Dionychus. The Dionychus, like, whenever it runs towards the camera, is the goofiest fucking. Thing. Okay, so it's got a real man face. Let me <laughs> let me fill you in. This episode had giant production problems, and it actually had to be rushed to air because the hero from last week, the jet story, wasn't done in time. So this mm. got rushed out two weeks early in a very rough state to television. We're seeing the fixed version, but I'm convinced really? a couple of shots, especially some of the goofy runs, are just <laughs> leftover animation from that first quick version. Yeah, there's a couple of like scenes, and they're very brief ones, but like the coloration is completely off. Yeah. Or something like, it just looks like it's from another show temporarily. I l- there's no shading whatsoever during those bad yeah, run exactly. cycles. It's wild. Oh. I love, and by love I mean I'm not a big fan of the magic Indian thing that they o- that seems to be the only thing that zero zero eight does. Oh yeah, no, I was I was gonna say it. He literally puts his ear to the ground to find out where the where the gazelle is running. Like you know what I okay, mean? Okay, my guy, you are like no, you know what I mean. Deep. A century remo- You are multiple centuries removed from like your people's natural connection to the land. You are a fucking robot. Stop. But he's a tracker. That, like, he listened to the ground and heard footsteps is not okay. crazy. Okay. Let's, we're talking... I'm talking more about the something is off in the forest. It seems unnatural. Yes, that I sucks. Do, I cannot vibe with this. For what it's worth, I'm almost certain the implication is supposed to be literally nothing here is alive. But, yeah, it doesn't get conveyed well. Nope. Yeah, but I don't think he even says that. He just says it went that way. No, what he keeps saying is, it's nothing. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I think the implication is supposed to be, I hear an absence of life, but... Like, I, I'm sorry, when I heard it's nothing, I thought he just meant about, like, this episode is nothing. Yeah, it is. You're not uh, wrong. Let's skip to the end where the only important thing happens. Yeah, anyway, uh, the... Cyborgs and Gilmore get a postcard from a f- another... Def- black ghost defector did you pause on this the english in this letter is unbelievable yes i actually have screenshots of it you know the weird (laughs) thing is that like it's pretty much word for word what he says in the subs too it's just with some grammar corrections yeah um i'm actually gonna pull this up because i love some of the insanity that is on this screen 
Well, just the bit where he like says, "Oh, but we had to run because it destroyed our stuff." Like the way he phrased. We were that. trying to catch it, but our stuff was seized by its something and sharp claw. After all, what we did was running away from its attack. Hell yeah, dinosaurs doing eminent domain. Yep. Uh, also, I love uh, nine brave cyborg soldiers like it's a fucking Chan image host. Yeah, yeah, it's like nine with like no spacing. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's very good. Uh, yeah, no, because I, I paused that immediately. I look forward to that cloud startup in a week. <sighs> no kidding. Oh, here's a fun thing. The pop punk show, we called out that there was a band so nothing it had no online presence. We searched Phoenix TX Reddit and ended up getting like, yo, is this guy a racist? And no actual community. Uh, apparently 17 days ago, someone started a Phoenix TX subreddit and we're pretty sure we're to blame for that. F. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to that episode. Uh, it's not worth creating a subreddit over. Yeah, uh, it's just wild. That's like, oh no, we already have effects on the world and they're not good. What if I told you that there was nothing in the collective human experience worth creating a subreddit over? You wouldn't be wrong. Yeah, sure. I can see how it is easy to compile a lot of information at times. It works for a certain type of thing like video game discussion or collation of, you know, hey, this is easier to talk on than wiki notes pages. But yes, I see your point. It entirely. is. It is basically a glorified busy box for people who read I fucking love science dot com. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a thing and I'm not going to look at it. It will depress me and I can already tell what it's going to be. It's for people who think uh, and who refer to Neil deGrasse Tyson as epic black science man. <laughs> what I'm telling you that's is a little, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. No, I know exactly what he means. <laughs> Only a little bit. It, Reddit I, might as yeah, well be a CIA psyop to deactivate dumb libs. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I I only know it through like the Facebook group, I the I fucking love science, uh, like Facebook post that would get shared every now and then. They're so bad. <laughs> anyway, I mean, uh, look, 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 what, look seeing a fox like eat a or like, seeing a fox eat a scorpion is pretty rad. Like Fletcher, why do you hate f solar freaking roadways? <sighs> Yeah, let's not go there. So anyway, the episode ends. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I was just going to mention a couple fun other bits Other than in that the guy with extreme villain, villain face where you're supposed to be surprised he betrays us. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, Dr. Ross is the person who sends the postcard. He, he really does appear to have been a defector. His partner, Dr. Keeley, who is still wearing the evil black ghost shades the whole episode, is very clearly the villain here and driving shit. Damn, I wish I could um, remember the name of the lady and friends so I could have made that joke. Deeny, 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 fuck you. Anyway, the uh, whole thing goes off the rails because they're told that he discovered what might be a living dinosaur in this valley that's kind of a time capsule. The cyborgs, three of them, Jet, Joe, and G Jr., head out because they're like, you know what, why not? And worst case, we just spend a week in the wilderness. Yeah, then, they're trying to capture the, the dinosaurs alive. Is yeah. The, then yeah, comes the part finish. where they begin splitting them up, and each of them has a dinosaur that is directly made to counter them. A T-Rex for G Jr., the accelerator-enabled Dionychus for Joe, and 
Jet fist fights a Pteranodon, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Also, I hate whoever was giving voice direction because the only time anyone says its name out loud, Jet just calls it a Puritanodon. I don't know how. What? Yeah, he, he clearly is mispronouncing it, but nobody cared enough to correct it. They say Puritanodon just like that. That just sounds like the religious right, right? Yeah. Oh, well, look, <laughs> he does become the most pure being when he lights himself on fire later. Uh-huh, he, he just burned all the sin away. That's true. Correct. Let's cut to the crazy finale where Ross has decided no. Oh, wait, in the middle, there's a part where G Jr. grabs a T-Rex by its tail and then slams it to the ground in a really cool way. Oh, yeah, he suplexes a fucking T-Rex. And rules. now we're at the end. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Ross and Keeley from their underground command bunker turn on each other because Ross is like, no, these... These are beautiful machines. The cyborgs are great. I had a hand in their perfection. We're not killing them. They were supposed to be taken alive. Keeley is like, no, fuck this. Yeah, Jeff Keeley says, we don't like exclusives. Bang. <laughs> yeah, he straight up shoots Ross, but uh, the two of them end up dueling at different controls, and Ross 911s the Pteranodon into the T-Rex. <laughs> fuck, I should have seen that coming. All right. How did you not? He, he does. Uh... No, you're right. It's like it flies directly into the T-Rex's mouth. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a pretty metal scene. The head blows up, and then fire spreads to the rest of the still standing body. It does a giant Mecha Godzilla riff as it's screaming on fire in its death throes. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, and oh, the way, uh, let's talk about uh, the like, part where he cuts the, di- the the raptor's head off with its own laser. That rules. Yes, that was awesome. That was the best part of that episode. But also, and like, then it they, grabs the guy and explodes. They they have those like rib cages that come out of the ground that like emit uh, like electricity a, coming yeah, out of an them. EM like, field is so stupid, but yeah. it's only in extremely specific spots that they were very lucky that the cyborgs got knocked into. No, but okay, uh. but like, why are they shaped like that? It's not. I understand if they were already exposed, it would be a naturalistic looking trap. But when they come out of the ground, they could be shaped uh-huh. like anything because there's no point in it being disguised anymore. Yeah, it's, I mean, maybe maybe the point is that if somebody, like, dug them up and, like, oh, hey, we're going to do an excavation, and they find those down there, it wouldn't Yo! look as weird. But then again, Yo, down there's got to be at least some robotic parts What happens is they hit it with a shovel and get fucking electrocuted, and then yeah. no one is surprised. Yeah, no, it's... It's it's very weird, like, trying to stay on theme, but in a way that isn't necessary at all. Because we already know something weird is going on by that point. Alright, let's get to the cool part. So what happens yeah. is that the Velociraptor has started shooting laser beams out of its tail, which uh-huh. is okay. Uh, the bad guy who's still alive pushes the laser button as hard as possible. Uh, and then Joe Accelerator Modes grabs the tail and then uses the laser coming out of the tail to behead the Velociraptor? Which is yeah. incredible. So uh-huh. then uh, the bad guy you were supposed to be surprised as the bad guy comes out and prepares to shoot them. And then I the love that his ra- response to all of the robots going dead is, oh, fuck it, I just have a gun. Yeah, it's fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> dumb. Yes. Also, like, did we talk about how weird it's like the the beginning of an H game where all the dinosaurs magically attack them in such a way that only removes all their clothing. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did not discuss <laughs> them coming out of the standard jungle attire to finding out, oh, yep, they got the zero zero uniforms underneath. But they always do, and it's always weird for me. Like, I, I like, <laughs> they're always in double layers of clothing when they're not in their But outfit. the extremely specific way that it happened has intense H-game vibes, does it not? Yes, the, uh, Joe's is the worst at this, because the Dynonychus basically rips his stuff off with a couple of claw attacks one by one. And we mm -hmm. see the clothing fly off of him in tatters before cutting back to realize, oh, he does have pants. It's, it's so it's special. So, <laughs> anyway, so Keely comes out, and he goes to bully Joe. Then the other cyborgs show up, and he's outnumbered now. He thought it was just Joe, because the other ones appeared to be defeated by their dinosaurs. Yeah, Ross uh, freed them in his death throes. Uh, but what actually happens is even dumber, because the headless Dinochus is still there. Uh, Ross is piloting it, so it grabs him. No, he's not. There's no controls for it. It's just automatic. Okay, what? well, that's even dumber, then. That that's even... Yeah, I thought that the, the last thing he did was uh, control the Dionychus. Anyway, grab, uh, it grabs him, yeah. holding him around the chest with his hilarious dinosaur tiny hands, and then they ex then it explodes and they both die. The end. It's, it's uh -huh. even wilder than this, because Joe goes to try and stop him. He's backing away, panicked, because the other cyborgs have shown up. And Jet just holds him back with this, wait, wait, this is going to be hilarious facial expression as the guy walks uh -huh. into his death. I think what you mean is uh, Jet reacts with a uh, Avengers reaction gif, which just says, let them fight. Mm. Ugh. The thing that we also glossed over is that they name drop Black Ghost still existing. Okay, no. so okay. they mean spiritually, right? right? Like the spirit of Black Ghost lives on. This is a subtitle thing. Um, in the subs and the original Japanese, it's Ugh. we're going to use our skills and reform Black Ghost. They wanted to capture and or kill the Zero Zero so there was no opposition. The dub's like, hey, yeah, Skull's alive and we work for him. It's like how yeah, but like also like who's that guy in the in silhouette then? Because he looks extremely skull like, mm. like not exactly skull like because he's like wearing a fedora or whatever. But like it looks like a skull like character is the one who recruited Ross back because like that that's his whole thing is that he's like oh I had I had no idea what to do with my skills so I basically just rejoined. But Black he Oak. says Keeley's the one who dragged him into this. You know, based on how Fletcher betrayed us with the death of Black Ghost, when he says um, I don't know, I, I definitely have to assume it's someone like Netanyahu that he doesn't want to spoil. Um, I'm gonna say there's some season two stuff coming up but I will also say Black Ghost is conclusively dead. He get They get name dropped again in the next arc. Well, that's it's because that dude is ex-Black Ghost. I told you, a lot of this chunk... Black Ghost is the organization. It is not necessarily the person. The yeah, person Black Ghost, when Carl. I say Black Ghost, I mean the the whole company. I do not mean yeah. Black Ghost is running Black Ghost like the dub does. Right, yeah, because it, it definitely read to me of like, oh, hey, they're still like operating underground, and then the next guy's like, yep, I'm still working for the honor of Black Ghost. And I'm like, that you could probably align and say like, Oh, that he he just means like the spirit of or like the whole mission of that's what not he the means. actual organization. That's what he means, the... Matt. Videodrome is dead. Long live Videodrome. Come on. The organization I'm, I'm, I'm... is completely dead. This is just splinter cells and random yeah. dipshits going, hey, let's do some shit. 
Yeah, it's a little conf in the dub. It's a little confused. The dub is that, that's the thing. God awful at this part. Sorry, sorry. I'm not. I'm saying I said dub. I meant sub. The sub confused me. Oh, actually. okay. Because hmm. I don't watch dubs. I only watch the subs. So like, the 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 way they framed uh, Ross's like recruitment back into evil science looked like it said Black Ghost uh, recontact like contacted me again and said, Hey, uh, you want your job back? Yeah, okay. but Keeley lays out pretty clearly, there is no Black Ghost. I want to refound it and use you guys as a weapon or take Matt, you out. I mean, this as nicely as possible, but this is a result of you being semi-media illiterate. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I'd have to watch it again, just to be clear. Like, cause my, my takeaway from that scene was, wait, there's a skull-like character still around who's recruiting people back to Black Ghost. That's what I read exactly like in that scene. Anyway, let's let's go through the final scene where we get through a lot of this. Uh, an expiring Ross gives his side of the story in the lab. And what he says is, peace did me no good. He said he was visited by someone who went, what if money and robotics? And he felt he didn't have a purpose otherwise. No one in the world was really looking for an Eggman-ass roboticist. And he'd spent his whole life doing it. It'd be dying alone in an apartment somewhere. So... The three heroes eulogize the man in the most assholish way possible. In the end, Ross was a robot of Keeley's. And Keeley was just an agent of Black Ghost, a fossil of evil. What an awful line. It is. Mm -hmm. uh, they actually do remove the title drop in the dub, which I kind of think is a better change. But Joe starts thinking, peace didn't do him any favors. What exactly were we fighting for if we've just made the people's lives worse that we tried to free you just decentralize the threat the dub replaces the entire final line and joe just says how sad but we got to what run with dinosaurs what an adventure this was so yes no i that's not a joke i'm not talking that's about terrible. that that's not the part that i am uh my very upset about it is if you set them free and there's violence that it's worse is like some extremely like fascistic shit where oh who knew that Saddam Hussein was good for the region so this is this is supposed to be leading into the giant conflict at the center of the mythos no but that is a really awful philosophy it is but this is also joe having to grapple with wait i thought that killing skull would solve everything what do you mean there's after effects well, yeah you gotta do counterinsurgency for the next 30 years i mean the thing is you wouldn't you probably wouldn't expect like necessarily that like you have a like a very strong centralized power in black ghost that they would be more capable than these sort of splinter cell like you know groups that are forming on the side but then of course one guy creates gods seen episodes of this show why would i not think that I don't know. Like, well, Joe's also extremely naive. That is his character. He is the brave, naive one. He is he is noble but good. He is. Yeah, it's not naive to believe in a better future, Matt. No, That's it's just naive garbage. to think that it just be it'll be just like a shit where you don't have to wipe. Hey, that's what a bidet is. Just put a pin in. <laughs> It's naive. It's not naive to hope for the future. We'll get back to that in season two. Okay. Season two is going to get weird. It's already weird. Oh, no. But uh, we have a... The dog is back. We have a closing scene on this episode where we cut to Greece out of nowhere. 
it might be nighttime, but there are so many clouds, it might just be the sky is pitch black with them. Thunder is raining down, and a Pegasus statue starts crying blood. Damn, Cereza's uh-huh. at it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, the Nina, the Pinta, and Mary, the horse. It explodes, it's hit by lightning, and there's a chariot drawn by winged horses bursting into the sky. We get one glimpse of the passenger, and I'll just spell it out. Remember that red-haired guy who was called out weirdly in Jet's episode last time? Meet Apollo. That was Apollo? That was why I was pointing out, hey, remember how every time Jet gets loud, something bursts into flames? What? Yeah. That was all foreshadowing for this. Oh, you're kidding. That's terrible. Again. <laughs> production problems. I know, but it, like in the in the course of it would make way more sense if they weren't otherwise like exp- Yeah, why that, can't work for me at all? Stuff just catches on fire sometimes. That's less stupid. <laughs> the idea that oh, he was stalking this one particular person and then it just felt like it felt then it we'll we'll talk about the mythos next episode right now which is invasion of the gods yeah that's like if a player character became a D&D genie just infinite cosmic powers and would use it to harass this one NPC uh-huh so yeah this is the opening of we've been tossing the name around the mythos arc one of the biggest 009 stories This is even so big that they give it actual special treatment in the title cards. Uh Uh-huh. And And I was so mad when I was looking at my phone and I had to rewind two minutes and then realize the only thing I missed out on was the fucking Lord's Prayer. (laughs) Yeah, we we actually get uh, the opening of this is uh, some kind of Christian church service. They are reading the Lord's Prayer and the bells start ringing halfway through it. But that's because there is a massive earthquake going on. The glass all bursts inwards, rainbow shards start raining down on the parishioners, and the bells never cease as everyone takes cover. But before anyone can get too injured, the shards just freeze in midair. A chariot drawn by horses flies away from the scene, and the priest falls to his knees stunned. He prays. You know, I really expected that priest to, like, take off his, like, collar and throw it on the ground because checkmate Christians. Nah, they're... It, like, this show has an opinion episode... about atheists, by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, there's, there's a lot of, like... Okay, so when I watched these episodes, I watched um, 21 and 22, and then I stopped for the night, and which means, like, I was hanging on the question of what the fuck is actually going on in this show. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, various chunks of the planet, mostly shown through uh, famous locales, are being rocked by disasters. The World Martial Arts Tournament Battleground is ravaged by tornadoes. R.I.P. Gohan. Exactly. Mm. Uh, the Arc de Triomphe is struck by blood-red lightning. Jerk-off motion. Pretty much, yeah. It's it's all kinds of craziness, and... Well, yeah, the Golden Gate Bridge gets, like, wiped out by a tsunami. (laughs) Damn, dude. That was brutal. Finally, San Francisco gets what it deserves. Uh, Yeah, I can't. I can't argue that one. Look, the Earth is trying to help us get rid of the lime scooters. It just took them all into the ocean itself. (laughs) (laughs) Throw your car batteries into the ocean with the hate of the ocean. (laughs) 
anyway, we cut back to the cyborgs because GB is suddenly in a fight at Chang's restaurant because he sees the news and is like, I don't know if that's a god. And some random people are in zealot mode trying to beat him down. And this is where Gilmore calls them and everyone else on the team back to his place. He thinks the entire thing is suspect as hell. Especially when he goes, yeah, I made a big red string map. And it turns out if you look at all these in order, they start spelling out the Greek word for God. Very normal thing to do, Gilmore. Also, what is the point of doing that? No one is going to know. That is... Okay, when you meet Dr. Gaia, it does make a little more sense. It's just, it's cyborgs doing it for themselves, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) But yes, this is one of the stupidest beats of the entire thing, other than it allows Gilmore to predict where the next attack is. I mean... mean guy is a greek supremacist right like that's what's really happening here actually yes <laughs> look i don't blame him the world bank did him raw uh-huh. <laughs> oh shit so the team are dispatched to the site of this ongoing war and on the way there's some there's some arguments about this whole thing because chang reveals that he's an atheist francois is a trad wife <sighs> Pre- yes, that's yeah. what I was going to say. He gives out of the trad wife. Pissed at him and refuses to speak to him for the rest of the flight because she says she's quite a firm believer. I mean, that just seems like a really like rude way to say, like, I don't care what you think or what you believe at all. Yeah, well, that's Francois sometimes. Well, also, the uh, show the show uh, goes out of its way to dunk on Chang's atheism by doing the whole everyone's an atheist until they think they're going to die thing. You know, I entirely get that as someone who would still pick up some of the trappings of this when I was in my worst atheist phase as a young man. So, look, all I'm saying is that the presentation of Chang later has some real, oh, you're an atheist. Why do you say, God damn it? Yeah, I'm not (laughs) going to defend it beyond that. I can totally see. Yeah, but I still occasionally... Because he just says, there's a little talisman I keep from my grandmother, and I don't have to be praying to the gods to ask for luck or things. Yeah, like superstition, you know, humans be superstitious, yo. Yeah. It's far from the worst. That's all I'm going to say. I'm almost a little more offended by G Jr. just speaking up to say a single sentence of, gods are in the heart, those aren't gods. Nothing ever happens with this. Yeah, so he comes out as what, like a like a Protestant. <laughs> Thanks, Richard Dawkins. Fuck off. <laughs> Gods are a meme that propagates via blood. I don't know. Yikes! Yikes. Okay, Hideo Kojima. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of what I was going for there. Uh, Anyhow, uh, Francois does get immediate comeuppance because it turns out having her senses and being on the edge of a war zone means you can hear everyone dying, panicking, and all the carnage of war nonstop. I mean, the weird thing is that they just show up to this conflict as if they were, shouldn't have already been aware of it happening. <laughs> well, like, what have they, They've been basically like just occupying themselves for months now, and then this war breaks out, and they're just like, eh? Wow, Matt, Matt, the interventionist over here. No, but like they don't even like comment on it until they show up and they're like, oh, but now we can't take a stance now. Well, what they say is we can't just wander in and stop them from fighting. 
Oh, sure, sure. And, yeah, someone says, yeah, being able to pull that off, just make it all cease, would be more of a miracle. And that's when someone hears that they've got a cue and wanders into Are the fray of it. Are you ready for a miracle? Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Well, I don't know if anyone wanted this miracle. I don't know, it was pretty sick. <laughs> Sucks so, to be the Kurds or whatever, but... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they're intended to be, so I get it. Uh, suddenly the sky just rips open, red lightning converges on a point, and a whirlwind begins scattering the earth. The cyborgs start running back to the dolphin, but uh, they get caught up in this because it's grown so long, and that's when it turns from a whirlwind into a serpent of flame in the sky, which just mm -hmm. scours the earth. Hell yeah, dude, it rules. It's, it's, it's a rain of explosions that just turns this entire conflict into nothing but a smoking hole. This is a compliment, yeah. but it has extreme Final Fantasy XV summon vibes. Oh yeah, it's got the Leviathan thing. It's just, going. just fire, fire Leviathan. Thing. It's fucking yeah. lit. Yeah, the, the the cool thing with like all of these episodes is like they do really good color work. So like all of like the reds and the purples and like the other, the way they like show the lightning and and fire and stuff all looks super good. I mean, even the storytelling is good, dude. The storytelling is better than than we've seen. Yeah, no, I mean sure. the presentation of it, like the bit where you get uh -huh. the flashback of her getting shot off the cliff, but they don't feel oh. the need to show it to you the first time is excellent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they, they definitely step it up for this. So, I'm going to tell you, a lot of how this plays out is anime original. Even though this is a big arc, we'll get to a bit during the downtime episode with Artemis that I put in some notes. Good! I'm glad it's anime original after hearing that uh, the uh, lightning assassins were almost verbatim. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a point where they're starting to get a lot more freedom in how they handle the old material, and I think it strengthens things. Mm -hmm. And also, that's because the Mythos arc has issues we'll cover. But <laughs> okay. directly after this, uh, the first thing anyone says is GB is just horrified that an entire city was erased in 10 minutes' time. And Joe's first response to this is, I don't care if that's a god, I'm going to fuck it up. Uh-huh. So a ball of fire just begins hovering in front of the dolphin, stops, makes sure it's seen, and it turns into the chariot. There's a cherry red-haired dude atop it in a toga, and even Gilmore is like, that is just straight up a Greek god. What the shit? Yeah, like, his hair is on fire. I love that his hair is perpetually wiggling, like, big cars vibes. It's a very yeah, like, good it, touch, yeah. Like, like is it is it hair? I just thought he just had fire on his head all the time. Matt. It just looks that way. If he was if he was way more muscular, he could just be a JoJo. I mean, yeah, dude, he could have totally been a JoJo. He's got I extreme JoJo's I mean, like, the thing is, this guy monologues like a JoJo villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Apollo is... Through and through, the only one who does not doubt that he is divinity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he, you know, Joe is the only one who asks who he is, and he simply says, my name is Apollo and I am a god. I can't believe they bite Achilles on the heel. Oh my god. I, do, I can't believe Achilles is a cat, dude. There's... <laughs> I can't believe his name is Minotaur and not Zeus, even though Zeus could take the form of a bull. You're so fucking stupid. Okay, you're gonna get madder <laughs> about that, but we'll get there. Um, I'm... I'm very mad about it. No, you're going to get madder. Okay, but Apollo on. says... You're going to get Matador. <laughs> Damn it, Matt. 
<laughs> uh, Apollo says, yeah, we've been watching you for some time, cyborgs. We hear you're as powerful as gods. Is that true? And Joe's just like, yeah, probably not. But if you're responsible for all of this, you ain't a god either. And Apollo just says, this is the judgment of gods upon a wicked humanity. Punishment and a warning to be the rules of a new world. So... The habits of God since ancient times are to strike down the wicked, and you create peace afterwards. Teach everyone a lesson with the hammer. Joe calls this bullshit. Apollo calls him insolent. And then Poseidon rises up from the sea and starts sweeping people off the deck of the dolphin. Dude, like like the way they show um, the scale of Poseidon and uh, Atlas is just rad as hell. Yeah, these are not... These are not human-sized individuals with the exception of a couple. They're all different shapes. They're all freaky, and they all lean into some... What the shit? Fletcher, do you know what that hippo is supposed to be? Yes. Yeah, seriously, what the fuck? I have actual explanation for that. We'll get there. Wait, is it... uh, Hold on, hold on. Is its name uh, Hippolyta? No. Narius. It's the hippo... It's the hippodrome. Yeah, let's get to that when we're in that episode. <laughs> Hippodrome is when GB body horrors into that hippo, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Hippo-drome. But, um, yeah, we're getting a scene of all of the gods showing up and showing off and just bodying the cyborgs. Uh, GB turns into a sea serpent to rescue Chang, but Poseidon straight up drags him underwater to drown. He transforms and scurries onto land, and then there's suddenly a minotaur that zaps him with lightning from his GB, horns. GB, you could have just turned into a fucking fish, my guy. I mean, mm-hmm. he. I think he just wanted to get the fuck away from the guy who was trying to drown him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe charges in, because he's already sick of this shit, and it's only been five minutes, and this is when a furry with a sword leaps at his throat. I think you mean ghost to glomp onto him. He goes in to fire a gun in retaliation, and suddenly a psychic voice just screams up, Enough! And crucifies him in midair with psychic energy. Uh, For what it's worth, Hera did not actually originally have a name. She was just female Esper. This should tell you something about how the original arc is a little unfinished. Uh, Yeah, because I... they don't name her in this show, right? Like, no, they do. Think... They do say Hera. They they say it oh, on camera a few times. Okay, because I, I seem to have missed it. Because she is also like the least present out of all of them. I do not she... believe they actually say it though, because like it was not in the subs. She goes unnamed, and I had to infer that it was Hera. I swear to God, they do say it. Maybe it's because I have it dual language on. Probably. Yeah. Oh, either what way. A horrible way to consume uh, the show. That is Hera. Originally, she didn't even have a name. Uh, but the other cyborgs join the fight at this point, and nobody lands a single hit. Eventually, Apollo just waves his hand, and the entire Earth erupts into lava and flames around the cyborgs. And that's true, they shoot Achilles! They, no, they shoot Minotaur in the face. Oh, wait, that's later when they get the graze with, like, the last bullet. Yeah, that's that's not here. That's next fight? Yep. Uh, this one, they just straight up get rocked. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. It rules. Yeah. Uh... Everyone who is not named Francois, Ivan, or Gilmore is on their ass and possibly burned. And Apollo moves in for a killing blow before an arrow streaks past him. So three more gods show up. Uh, A female archer, Artemis, who was originally Helena. A goat dwarf, Pan, obviously. 
and a massive armored golem, Atlas. When I saw Pan, when I saw Pan, and that he was unable to speak, it really made me think about uh, GB's video about the Mega Man Robot Masters. He definitely goes into the "Why would you make this a sentient (laughs) robot?" category. (laughs) I yeah, no, I was thinking the same. Why does this exist, and why is it so squeaky? Nonverbal doesn't have any memories just seems exceedingly cruel to create definitely it's like he had a child left over and been like well i just gotta like round out the pantheon a little bit yeah we're we're sort of talking around it we may as well cover it since we've discussed this these are all advanced cyborgs they do not let you in on that for a while but these are just final gen black ghost cyborg why would you not know that like er, in this in this episode you can see the hole in apollo's finger that he shoots lasers out of Hmm, do they actually show the hole i don't think they show the hole yet you you can see the hole okay i i missed uh yeah it is very close to the edge of a finger flame from his palms yeah they're they're very subtle about it in this first episode so there's a point where he's holding his hand down at his side, and it's close to the edge of the finger, but distinct from the edge of the finger. Okay, then yeah, uh, okay. if they if they tip that this early, uh, I'm less mad. But I mean, they immediately call it out the next episode at the beginning. Yeah, they they show you later, but this first one is very ambiguous about what the fuck just happened. Yeah, I I didn't catch that, and I'm just like, wait, Greek gods are real? What the fuck is going on with this show? Take that, Rome. <laughs> but you know Artemis is just like y- you've made your point we don't have to be as barbaric as the humans and the last ones to leave are this Nutrio who just tell the cyborgs do not interfere with us again ultimately we shall bring on a new era of peace Joe obviously is not going to stand for this just points at the crater and goes the fuck kind of peace is that and Artemis says if this war had continued, the damage to Earth would have been far worse. Humans know how to start fighting, but not how to stop. This is kind of the central conflict of this arc, and this is peak Ishinomori. He was a man who believed we can be better, lived a life seeing us at our worst, and he never went, alright, but you have to work at this because our default state is not let's all hug and have friendships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man was the real virus. The last thing she says before vanishing into the smoke and rubble and escaping is the people cry out to God for peace and salvation. We have come here to answer that prayer. Mm, It's it's a little stronger than that. It is explicitly a condemnation that that's all they can do to the first time. This is all she says, because I took the quote directly. Okay. the Mm. second time when they start debating this. Yeah, she gets very judgmental. Uh-huh. But this is an argument that's basically going to happen through three of these four episodes between Joe and Artemis. Mm. And... Oh my uh, god, I'm so mad about this dub note. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I I really hate that, yeah, the dub straight up goes, uh, fuck it, what if they were just advanced tech, huh? That's like gods. It It calls it out immediately. And it kind of ruins the fact that the entire last chunk of this episode is everyone going, do we stand a chance? Can we kill a god? What is going on? Should we even get involved? 
And then Punma magically disappears for three episodes until the last one. Uh-huh. No, he's he's actually looking for bodies and part of it, remember? Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the last one where he's looking for Joe, and then he goes into the underground cave. He just disappears until then from all the action. No, he's only out of he's only out for one episode. He's in the third mm. of four. Like I'm just saying, uh, it's not as off camera as you make it sound. They literally cover that GP isn't there for a while by hiding yeah. him. GP. At least GP is not completely useless. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a very good uh, chunk for GB. You just gotta say, I spent the entire time watching and waiting for Atlas to do a shrugging animation, and he never does. Yeah, uh, this isn't a Western show. I really wanted that joke so bad. Mm-hmm. No, but what you instead was, uh, <laughs> you got Atlas with uh, with uh, missile nipples. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, Atlas goes full Ideon at one point. Just yeah, all missile crazy. attack my ass. <laughs> can make lemonade on these bad boys. <laughs> God, Chris. What? Anyway, uh, that's that's pretty much it. There's some discussion. Gilmore's like, yeah, I, it's not hard to track them. They're not trying to hide their presence. They're uh, on a place called Magma Island. Mm-hmm. And everyone's kind of iffy on this, but Albert says, tell me if there's anyone on the planet more suited to fight gods than us. So they head out. And that is the end and takes us into part two, episode 23, Towering Myth. Mm -hmm. Which starts off with an immediate recap of everything we just saw because it was that bad shit. Yeah. Uh After that, we see um, Pan, who is uh, goofing off and uh, is like, they're basically hanging out at the Parthenon, but it's not the Parthenon. It's kind of Mount Olympus, but it's not Mount Olympus. There's just this, like, ancient Greek-like town on the top of this uh, magma island. It's very clear it's intended to be Olympus, but yeah, no one says it outright. Yeah, yeah, because, like, Olympus, like, does does a town, did anyone build a town on Mount Olympus? No, it was temples, but that's basically what's here. Yeah, yeah. It, it, It just made me a little confused of, like, is this a an actual like ancient um, town or is this like something that uh, they built (laughs) in the interim? The implication is that this is something that was just built to house them Uh because it fit thematically, but I don't think he could have just ruined some actual ruins with this. Yeah. I, I would probably be more on that side of things because I mean, yeah, he would have to have hauled out the mountain for the giant, like, uh, you know, doomsday device. That's true. Crazier things have happened. Uh, so yeah, they are like, uh, maybe we find out that like Pan really just likes giving things to, uh, Artemis, uh, because, you know, he just wants her attention. And, uh, there is a funny beat that when Atlas, like he, he gives her an orange and then Atlas Pan delivers an orange. Pan delivers an, delivers an orange to, to Artemis. And uh, she takes it, and she's like, thank you. And then Atlas shows up with the entire tree and just shakes all the fruit out of it, which is yeah, kind of funny. I mean, it's not just a joke, right? Like, it's also a metaphor for yeah. their style of handling things. <laughs> which is just uproot the entire thing. Well, 
that's that's what it is, right? Like you could you could take you could eliminate one person to end a conflict, right? Or you could just kill everyone involved. Yeah, and they they actually spell that out a little more with at Artemis looking at all the fruits floating away on the water, and she's frowning before we cut away from the scene because she only needs one thing to eat. Also, I love that Matt is so incredulous at the construction of this island, but is super like, it seems reasonable that they have this like giant 40 foot manta ray airplane. (laughs) (laughs) It is the very extra black ghost style. That is true. Yeah, it it is like in style for the show, but like it's weird where it plays fast and loose of where it's being like hyper um like future tech and then hyper this is 2000s or like like an actual like normal city so yeah it it makes sense when you start getting into the personality of the complete lunatic who did this because he's Mm -hmm. all about theatrics i mean his name is fucking dr gaia jesus christ but that's also part of why I'm like, I don't know if that dude would be reverential or think himself above the classical stuff to ruin a real island. So, you know, 50-50. Uh, speaking of which, Dr. Gaia, who we won't hear named for a while, is just groveling before Apollo-sama on his throne. And Why did they put Apollo-sama in the subs? <laughs> it's so weird. They're trying to show you very clearly that he's being supplicant here. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are better ways to do that. It's weird. It would just be like, you know, they they could have put that any other way than just literally. What what Matt is saying is it has real Kaikaku means plan vibes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Even thinking about this for 10 seconds, I can go Lord Apollo. But it's it's a very quick shorthand you can read through. And if you know what it means, you know what it means. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And you hear it because obviously when you're listening in Japanese, they say it in Japanese. Yeah. If only there was some sort of translator's note so I could know that that meant he was being deferential. And Apollo is very unconcerned about this. Look, you just saw us wreck them. We don't have to worry. And the scientist is pleading, please don't underestimate them. You saw them destroy more powerful models the same as I did. Minotaur and Achilles are chilling here. They kind of pop out from behind the throne. They're like, we we could do it. We could just kill them right now. It's no problem. But Artemis strides in and says that a meaningless battle would be terrible because we would be no better than the humans we've come to correct if we just go killing people willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Apollo is a little curious about why she's so hesitant to flex her power. For what it's worth, we only see her land a single attack in this whole thing. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, I it I wonder if they chose well, I guess you said she was Helena originally, so yeah. it been like Artemis cuz like Ar- Artemis if I recall correctly is a god of war. She's a god of the hunt. God, god of the hunt. Okay, fair. Uh, so, yeah, the, I could I could see that making sense of like why hunt meaninglessly. But I also recall her being a goddess of wisdom. I may be yes. mixing that up. That also makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It fits better with that character being Artemis than Helena, let's put it that way. That's true. And we continue to have more weirdness because the dolphin has landed off the coast and Francois can't sense anything. Something is blocking her, which is new. So we're we're still playing around with the what the hell are these things. Uh, the island is mostly just 
hey, it's something in the uh, Greek region. But the giant stone pillar with the temple at the top is pretty distinct. <laughs> so since they don't have their radar and can't do the usual scouting trick, their next best plan is to send a few folks ashore, both as scouts and distraction. They fuck this up in literal seconds because Pan is frolicking on the shore and Jet immediately tries to murder him. That's how you know he's American. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he does hey, draw a gun. throwing starfish. Um, Francois immediately <laughs> stops him. He had a starfish. Did he? He did. Yeah, he yeah, was... Yeah. He was picking up a little starfish. Yeah, yeah, he has a whole like like uh, fantasy sequence of how Artemis is going to react when he hands. He, he's got a weapon. <laughs> and for what it's worth, we should probably say we're kind of underselling uh, how beautifully animated this whole stretch is. Like, Pan is not running around. Pan is on goat legs. He's doing. These are the only flips. episodes where the show looks good. <laughs> No, this is very clearly where a lot of budget went, and it shows with how well combat and incidental animations and everything are just lavishly done. Yeah, these are the yeah. Ava Ballet fight episode of this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is clearly where all of season one's budget went. Yeah, they put a lot of effort into, like, picking the angles and the storyboards. They and- save so much yeah. money on bad parallaxing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they definitely do make a few cuts when they're all on the dolphin talking because, yeah, it is just still frames scrolling. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, I do have to call out, yeah, Pan is not moving in a stock style. He's very energetic. Sometimes he's doing little flips and just cheering, jumping around happily. And, anyway, uh, Jet has shot him and Francois rushes over bandaging him and albert is quick to point out we're a distraction idiot you don't have to kill all witnesses but before they cut away francois says with certainty that child's a cyborg i just looked at his wound yeah and and like francois like uh you know uses a yeah the the pink bandage like which will come back repeatedly and be an important plot point for the rest of this arc uh, and the funny thing about it is that Pan completely forgets that Jet shot him. <laughs> Only remembers being like Banjo's job. Well, do you? That's kind of the difference between half of the the Mytho cyborgs and the other half. Some of them are just strike first, question later, and Artemis's faction is more. Let's look at the whole rather than one bad deed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will just spell this out a little earlier. In the actual manga arc, there were two scientists, not just Dr. Gaia. And oh. one of them actually... St- this whole thing is so much more complicated in the manga. They... And are sort of at each other's good god odds. robots, and the other one created the bad god robots, and then no, the top ten they worked together, betrayal. but they start having ideological differences. Pan is actually used as a spy by the one doctor on the other ones, but the other guy has a fake cybernetic mouse that crawls around. And oh spies. my god! No wonder Dude. you cut all that shit out. Dude, uh-huh. it's I. Re- I'll get to it next episode, but you really have no idea how much better this is. That is much cleaner. Yeah. Uh, And another problem, 
that guy has another very problematic design because he's also black. Hell yeah. He's less bad. We only basically see what's sticking out of a beard. But, On a um, scale of Punma to Mr. Popo, what are we talking about here? Oh, um, imagine <laughs> if Mr. Popo's face was sticking out of a beard with no eyes, and all you could see was lips, hair, oh, no. and his hands. Oh no! Because he's yeah. Gaia-sized. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my! It's. I, By I the can way, see why they cut him. I gotta say, my favorite thing in this entire episode. Okay, it comes at the end. It's, it's in the uh, ne- uh, up next time on, on our last episode. I got. I'll leave it. Let's go. Yeah, I I actually removed a note about those, but I'm glad someone else was watching. Anyway, uh, even Artemis agrees in the throne room at this point. This is an act of aggression, and we're bringing the hammer down now. Apollo hears Minotaur and Achilles go. We can take this. They fucking suck. And Apollo's like, whatever. I'm a god. But Artemis is real confused why the cyborgs would show up, because they got bodied. They have no chance. The confrontation is pretty one-sided, but they confirm real fast Francois is right. These are just very advanced cyborgs. Achilles' shield is a solar laser. Minotaur's horns fire lightning. And then Joe tries to accelerate past one, but Achilles, obviously, can match him for speed. Mm. It goes pretty poorly again they are outnumbered well they're outmatched there's new cool combination attacks though like jet picking up albert for to do the knee missile launcher yeah they're starting to do yeah. a lot of very good interplay as a team and yeah, uh gaia points out repeatedly out gaia points out repeatedly it's the fact that they're working together that is making them able to kill you you assholes Mm-hmm. But uh, when Achilles starts trying to ice Francois, Pan runs in and bites Achilles in the ankle. Of course. And Achilles just all of a sudden <laughs> starts flying out of control, slamming into rock faces and the cliffside before expiring. I forgot it was Achilles for a second and uh-huh. forgot that it was the heel weakness. And for yep. a second uh-huh. there, I thought it was O one. Nope. God, like, you know, I guess you got to leave it to Gaia being like extremely literalist about his gods here. So fuck it. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Why would he have two? Why Why would he do that? Why couldn't he put it in a safer place if he didn't want his dude to die? It's just great because it's the perfect summary of Gaia's hubris and also slavish detail that he made Achilles have a fucking heel weakness. And Achilles dies. Achilles is the yeah. only one of these people who dies before the climax of this story because yeah. he got You bit. mean before they all ritualistically kill themselves? Yeah. Hey, that scene uh-huh. rules. Uh-huh. It's... We'll get there. We'll it's get like, there. man, I can't believe my mom died. I guess I'm going to jump in this volcano now. Yeah, I will follow you into the dark starts playing. <laughs> I hate that that works. <laughs> um, but this is where Artemis shows up on Pan's heels. And Francois apologizes. <laughs> Artemis has none of it. Why apologize? You were the ones who showed up looking to fight. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's not like we were doing war crimes. I know. And right? also non-war crimes. 
and it's not, it's technically not a war crime if you're not at war. This is... Well, they, they did end a war, it's so just, that is kind of a war crime, Those are right? just regular crimes? Yeah, they ended a war via white phosphorus times 20. Uh-huh. It's basically a nuclear bomb. Minus the radiation, yes. Yeah, minus radiation, yeah. I mean, if we... The neutron bomb is theoretically a thing that blah, blah, blah could empty cities, but yeah, that's never going to happen in our lifetime. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. We are in hell world. We are in hell world. And speaking that does of seem hell... like a Joe Biden's uh, Joe Biden like idea of like less violent war. Yeah, drone strikes that leave the trucks intact. Yes, that's what. That, yeah, it's the war equivalent of what if we shot them in the legs. I know. I was trying not to say it out loud, but yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Anyhow, uh, what if we only bomb the funerals instead of the weddings? From 30,000 feet up, weddings do look like terrorist cells. Anyhow, <laughs> Joe uh, accelerates past Artemis's single shot she gets off in this entire arc and just holds her arms because he's like, hey, how about we not all go to each other's throats? You're a cyborg too. We're equals. There's a lot of different things going on. And she just goes, well, this is the form God's taken out. Duh. <laughs> and then Apollo's like, stop touching my sister. Yeah, yes. for real. <laughs> Apollo out of a different anime where he's the one. <laughs> but this, yeah, this is, is the start. Alone. Thinking about that Kingdom Hearts meme, finally a visual novel without a romantic sibling relationship. God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that, yeah. that shit's even in like my my next life as a villain is. <laughs> oh my god, it kind of is, yeah. <laughs> Step brother, but whatever. Yeah, for what it's worth, uh, I've been reading the light novels of my next life as a villainess, and it's it's much darker in the original. I I bet I I heard they yeah I I heard they made some better choices in the anime so far. I can definitely see that after one volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have the chapters where you're seeing things as the prince, for one thing. Yeah, that's probably extremely yikes. Uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, um, so Apollo sort of steps in and ends the philosophy duel, because Artemis is a little pissed at this, knowing that she hasn't really gotten to settle her doubts or defeat Joe on the battlefield of ideas. Did... Oh my god, stop. No, we can't call it that. Come on. I was trying I was trying to figure out which one was going to be Zizek and which one was going to be Peterson, but I couldn't make it work. <laughs> I guess be that Artemis. would be... She cries a lot. That comes that... with a lot of sniffling. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is where Apollo just goes all out. He starts igniting the hillside. And... It's a, Apollo, it's Apollo. War is the purest form of ideology. um apollo can't land hits now that joe's going full speed but they get into an accelerator duel that cuts away from this area we briefly cut back to minotaur wrecking albert and jet because they're here too and in the sea the dolphin begins capsizing atlas has grabbed the ship They fire torpedoes into it, and he goes beneath the waves, but then Poseidon sucks them down into a massive whirlpool. And this is one of the most iconic lines in the franchise. 
uh, Apollo lands a hit. Joe will not stay down. And Apollo goes, you have to have something more than acceleration. Show me. And Joe's only response is, other than that, just courage. He bum rushes a god. Mm-hmm. And Apollo fucking decks him and shoots him through the chest because that doesn't go so far at times. No. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Um, See, this I, is you incident. Know, he should have, uh, like, Apollo should have known to aim for the knee, right? <laughs> the you know you <laughs> All right. That's, yeah, the chest shot does a lot. Soldier. Does a lot less. Um, you, for you what can it's worth, is a chest shot, but like a knee injury. Oof. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He does get a hole through the arm and the chest, and both keep him down less time than when we shoot Jet's leg. <laughs> so dumb that it's his leg. He can fly. He doesn't even Say need again. those. He can fly. He doesn't even need his knee to work. I know, right? <laughs> right, exactly. But uh, somehow, like, his, his knee gets broken and he can't, like, take nutrients in anymore. Yeah, he's got a food pipe in that leg. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Does, wait, wait, no, wait, wait. Does that mean he, like, like lives off a of jet fuel? <laughs> Don't jet think about it too knee? hard. Hideo this... Kojima 002. I wear kneeless <laughs> pants because that's how I eat. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, Hideo Kojima 002 might be a good episode title. Uh-huh. Um, I will also point out that as Joe's body flies off a cliff, this is the first time Francois is not screaming his code name, but she's just going, Joe. I think I mean, you mean it... when Joe's body does his signature move. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the first time he didn't jump into the ocean on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> It's how, been a minute, but you how know. was I not the one making that joke? Holy shit! Uh, under the sea, down where it's wetter, the dolphin is being manhandled by Poseidon. That does sound like sex, doesn't it? The yeah. sea, the sea is not the only place down where it's wetter. It's true. <laughs> it's uh, definitely not Ben Shapiro's wife. I will also point out Poseidon was literally only in a single panel of the manga. This is all original. Uh, Atlas has regained its footing, and this is where it opens up to reveal that this thing has idion amounts of missiles on it, all fired at the ship. The missiles streak towards the craft, and the last thing we see is them under fire and Joe careening off a cliff. Credits. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about the uh, previews, Chris. Oh, no, it's for the last episode. Oh, got it, got it. Uh, I was just going to laugh about how uh, the way they make Dr. Gilmore show his evil past is that he has villain sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to talk about... The villain sunglasses are the best part, I think. I love that. I do love that anytime someone is a black ghost scientist, they have those, like, token specs. It's great. Yeah. They look like J.C. Denton, like, just wearing sunglasses in the building all the time. That's how you can tell if someone has legitimately reformed or not. Did they take off the sunglasses? Uh Yeah, because, you know, everybody knows that when you become a good person, you don't have to worry about UVA or UVB ray. That is incorrect. The IRA were aviators, please. Also, as someone who wears, like, char asnable tier sunglasses, uh, fuck off. Uh, I've been meaning to pick up a pair of sunglasses that I ordered, like, before COVID, and I still haven't gone to pick them up yet. Yikes. No, I still... They were, like, $1,000, too, because prescription. 
I still oh, regularly God. think about that anecdote Rob Zachney told about going to Sunglasses Hut. Specifically uh-huh. the line, you know, I didn't expect it to be very expensive because the word hut what? to me implies modesty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I could... I mean, that's only, all when I could... You, only when pizza, right, Chris? That's all only I could... pizza. Oh my god, did you see that fucking post? The chairs. Like medieval. The yes! Chairs. Yes! The chairs so good. Century. But the thing is, they, they could they be are... technically correct. We don't know how old, how old those chairs are. <laughs> god, I have to put that in the show notes now, too, because it's so good. I'm <laughs> just fucking crying about these pizza and cheese. What? It's pretty incredible. Like, look, if you went to somebody's home and they had those chairs around their dinner table, you would have just you would have given them the 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 nod and point, right? I would have given them the okay. On the same weekend that Jake Rock kid tweets about trying to order another Pizza Hut light, is he up to a fourth? Yeah, he just posted a picture of him buying an eBay listing that said the saga continues. Oh my God, Jake, no. I get it. I want one having looked at it. I just can't believe it. Seems impossible to ship. God is sending him such a clear sign and he keeps spitting in his face. More like Jake Shimamura over here. Christ. Nothing? Really? Okay. <laughs> I was vaping, I'm sorry. Gotcha. Anyway, I um, left. the thing that I was talking about with the episode preview that I didn't know if you were talking about is uh Everything on this arc except the final one actually has one of the Mythos cyborgs delivering it, and they're pretty fun. No, uh, I skip Apollo's all the ep- is... I skip all the next time ons and the previously ons, except for the first previously on and the last next time on. Got it. Yeah, I, uh, I Apollo's is them. haughty as fuck. Artemis's is basically her internal monologue of being mad about how she can't get a victory over Joe, etc. They're pretty good. But we resume on episode 24, Artemis, where uh, it turns out sleepy baby mode has to kick in because it's been a month since he last spoke. So Ivan wakes up, Uh espers them all out of this mess, and teleports the missiles directly onto Poseidon and Atlas. It rules. It's It's a pretty good move. Uh And then then he actually ends up doing shit. Yeah. Like, beyond just, like, get out of jail. You know... I know this is going to be like the most hypocritical thing I ever saw upset about this anime, but when after that fight, I'm like, no wonder they make him sleep all the time. It's just kind of a free, he's kind of a free win button. Uh huh. We'll have a little more Ivan content later in the episode I told you guys to skip. So, what uh, episode are we supposed to skip? Is it the next one where the next time says, next time on the clip show? Yeah, uh, skip the clip uh-huh. show. I'm just going to cover it in a few notes. We'll pick up with 27 anyway. next time. I'm going to. I'm also going to watch it anyway, that way I can complain about it. If you want to, feel free, but yeah, we're I'm just covering it here because it's very brief, and it is pretty much just a bunch of stat cards with Gilmore's voice actor narrating. Fletcher, I'm ideolo- ideologically committed. That's why you have to watch things you hate. That's fair. I just mean it's mm. not amazing. I mean, look, we've already watched, what was that, Ava, episode 18? <laughs> look, I watched 40. I... You know what? I'm not going to be mad about it, Eon. Let's carry on. I knew what it was going to be, and I'm amazed you stopped the movie, yourself. The, fir- uh, the first movie? Uh-huh. Contact? Yeah. Uh, oh, 
Um, oh for what it's worth, Poseidon oh. spins up a water spout for protection, but Atlas gets bodied by the explosions. We actually see the old merman carrying the unconscious robot over his shoulder. By the way, we haven't described Atlas, but he looks like the Iron Giant. He's right? a living suit of armor that towers over yeah. everything. Atlas yeah, and Poseidon I mean, like, are massive. Yeah, like, we, we haven't, like... Some people, when they see Atlas, it's just a really muscly dude, but no, he's, like, explicitly, like, like an automaton-style, like, robot. I think yeah. what you meant is he's an absolute unit. He is an absolute unit. That is very accurate. But, yeah, I he's, he's Greek armor just sealed up completely into a massive steel form. Mm-hmm. It looks rad. It Yeah, it's a very good design. All of these are very good designs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Poseidon is just kind of like, he's a Poseidon, but like he's a big Poseidon. He's a dumb Poseidon. He even has fins on the side of his head, so you could be sure that he lives in the water. Again, we're talking about something they made out of a single panel appearance. Give him credit. Oh, did he only show up in a single panel? Only a single panel. Matt, pay attention to the podcast you're making. Look, look, I've been podcasting for so long, I forget what I say on the podcast in the middle of the podcast. Yeah. Just say Uh, it again. That's how how you make sure. uh But yeah, this is is the part you were mentioning where uh, Albert's last shot finally scratches Minotaur on land. But uh, he's getting so worked up with the lightning that it actually starts to rupture the ground beneath him. And Jet sees an opportunity, flies in, and shoots his horns off, causing a discharge that knocks him over. Mm-hmm. Albert and Jet just have to sit here kind of barely on their feet after he runs away. They're like, well, we survived. Yep. Yeah, it's very good. Albert and Jet are a really good duo. I believe they said, we did a great job making a distraction. Yes, uh-huh. that that does actually come after. I do love that. No, wait, that's on the Jet. The, they say that when they all regroup on the dolphin, because that's how they transition into GB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Francois, meanwhile, is trying to carefully get down the cliffs and look for Joe's body, but Apollo is about to murder her before Jet swoops in and snags her, and they do a full retreat. Artemis is the last one to leave because she's looking out into the sea and just thinking about Joe's last words about only courage. So they send Punma out. He's supposed to go find Joe, and everyone comments the infiltration team took a real beating. But yeah, Jet goes, and they didn't even realize we were a distraction. Mm-hmm. So this is where we cut back to GB. We didn't mention it last time because it's just a shot of him jumping off the dolphin earlier. But he's been changing into a various sets of animals to make his way across the island and get up the temple. And yeah. this and is that he, he has a run in with a hippo that comes later, uh, like 30 seconds from now. Please just talk about it now. Since well, I was going to talk up. about how Gilmore is doing a lot of conference and what do we know? What have we figured out? Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, dude, Albert right. is real rough because you see Albert without his shirt and it is real rough how not much how much of a not person he is. They will. They will actually put it on camera for the first time in Gilmore's notes. He was literally only a brain and a spine with some nerves when they got to him. Yikes. Yeah, but like they don't really like figure out what's going on until GB comes back. He's a real ACD. Yeah, right now it's just 
throwing things out, but we've also uh, discarded the point where we're not talking about Dr. Gaia. We're jumping ahead a little. It's still kind of a mystery to you at this point. Why are there cyborgs? Who would make them? Yeah, yeah, no, like why they exist is definitely still an open question at this point. And Wait, Dr. Gaia is the guy from episode one. He's when Joe wakes up. one of them. Yes, he's yeah. in that selection of uh, scientists that GB points a gun at. Yeah, yeah. But I just remembered that. Yep, yeah, they have used that guy before. Uh, I think you might actually get like a slightly cleaned up Dr. Uranus in that spread. I'd have to go check. For what it's worth, checking the first episode again, there is a character only shown in silhouette that I'm half convinced is a scrapped attempt to reform Dr. Uranus's design. I will post it in the show notes just so people can see what I'm talking about and whether they think I'm crazy or not. But yeah, um, before Punma can find his body, we see a furious Artemis descend into the sea at sundown, picking Joe up herself. And we cut back to GB at the temple. Uh, I get the impression that, just to clarify, like, order of events, since Punma's been in the ocean the whole time looking for him, I got the impression that Artemis got him right away and has been waiting with him on land, which is why Punma can't find him in the sea, because he's not there. The only reason I say that's not right is because when she's glaring at the sea, it's doing sundown colors already. Yeah, the the stretches of time between events is not super clear. Uh, Like, to me, it did read that, like, she found him, like, a little or, like, decided to grab him a little while later. But it was before Punma could get over because we don't know how far away the dolphin gets from the island when they when they uh, leave. I wish it wasn't called the dolphin. <laughs> I wish it was called anything else. The porpoise? Mm, satisfactory. But They haven't used the porpoise in a while. They haven't, no. Don't you mean the papasu? The papasu. I'm still mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> but GB reaches the temple. Uh, Dr. Gaia storms out. And GB's like... I've seen that guy, but before he can follow him, a giant hippo in a tutu tries to eat him. And it... Okay, so there's a runner here that I love. Literally every time someone sees this hippo, they just go, why on earth does this exist? Yeah, why would you make that? I really hope it's not for sex. No, okay. (laughs) So let's... This is kind of the downtime part between, like, the rest of this episode is basically set up for the finale. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about how this was adapted from the manga. That hippo is a really good segue into how we have no idea what was supposed to happen in a lot of mythos. Because Mm -hmm. the first time the manga got canceled was this arc. They had to shove a quick conclusion on it. got his own tweets. This thing got canceled eight times before Ishinomori died. Jesus. It kept jumping from publisher to publisher. Um, This hippo didn't even have a name until this adaptation. It was just Hippo Man. Wait, does it have a name? Narius. You will only Hmm. see it in the Gilbert's Notes episode. Or Gilmore's Notes episode. Weird. The arc is fondly remembered for a lot of decisive moments, things like Only Courage, some of the finale, but 
entire characters only appear for one chapter or less. The ending happens in a rush that leaves the Zero Zero's fate unstated. And to add insult to injury, when the series picked up again years later, people didn't know if it was considered canon or not because various stories would only reference Vietnam, never Mythos. Weird. You think that the Mythos thing would be bigger because it is. Yeah, and again, this is supremely iconic at this point. But Uh at the time when this was new, this was like the black mark on the series to a lot of people. And we really only got confirmation that it was still considered part of the story in one of the final arcs of the original runs. Yeah. Because I, look, yeah, it makes no sense that this hippo exists unless it's for some weird sex shit, which made me think of the Ladies' Man movie where he f***s the clown. Huh. Why, are, why are manga fans so bad? If it's in your book, it's canon. Fuck off. No, Ishinomori never referenced it. <laughs> Who cares? He put it in the book already. Well, that's the thing. There's a lot of stuff that gets cast off because it's like, oh, that's with another publisher. Damn. Oh, that's with a different run. <laughs> I wasn't sure Genesis was canon until they mentioned Adam in the in in the lineage at the beginning of John. I mean, keep uh-huh. in mind, we have pointed out on this show before that there were entire stories that just got changed and thrown out later, like Francois's origin changing a few times, etc. Well, yeah, but that's a different that's a different adaptation. Right? Like, if it's in your book, it's canon to the thing you're reading. No, but it's all written by the same guy. He changed some of these stories going through Wait, to the 80s. he yeah, rewrote it's, it's... the same thing multiple times? I mean, he's. Tr- it sounds like he tried to write it off, but... Yeah, he, he did, and then eventually he went, all right, that happened. Yeah, it's so it's such a bizarre choice. Because, like, I could understand, like, if you're going to switch a publisher and you're going to create a fresh continuity, but picking and choosing what parts of the previous continuity you're going to keep is kind of strange. This is so wild that even so this capitalism is bad for art. Oh yeah. But this has continued to be put into print and collected various times over the years and different compilations will just choose what versions they want to do. Like we, we don't need that story. So there's also people who grew up seeing these complete collections that weren't and not knowing, oh yeah, they just skipped that story. I have no idea why I love this series so much when it goes out of the way to shoot its own dick off all the damn time. I mean, yeah, and uh, and the thing is, like, I I think like, to get get early wrap-up stuff, like, I think this arc is cool, at least visually it's cool, uh, and there is some, like, yeah, there's some thematic stuff in it that plays well into other stuff going on it's just it feels like such a swerve that it's greek and then you really find out why look 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 i can forgive it it this bit is very this bit is very ava-esque where the actual plot is dumb but the philosophical content and the action are good and those are the only things that are good about it Mm -hmm. yeah and like that's all I care about. Just make your anime extremely lopsided. Make it look like shit the whole time, except for when it looks incredible and have good <laughs> philosophical content. I just want to mm. mark out over the cool anime fight shit and then have some good philosophy and I don't need any of that other bullshit like storytelling. I mean, I feel you. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, so hype when the fucking missile catch comes back. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I saw oh. that and I would like, oh. Chris is going to oh. like that. <laughs> the missile crumple. For what it's worth, I'll just throw the last of my Mythos manga notes in here. Um, there were This was originally way more complex. You had the two dueling doctors spying on each other. There were, like, over half the cast had no names. There were just Hippo Man, Horse Man, Female Esper was Hera. There's a whole subplot about how one of the two doctors is trying to make an army of cyborg centaurs to use as shock troops. (laughs) It's Why would you do that? And the yeah, whole didn't they plot. play the new Total War game that you don't need? You don't need Calvary. You just make the. It's like I, I want. I want a pets. very, very fast uh, infantry on land, but they can't go upstairs very well. <laughs> um, oh, and the plot you want was wild characters that Gaia wanted to lure the zero zeros out and destroy them as revenge for betraying Black Ghost. Uh, Mythos was cursed in adaptations too. It's never shown up in the anime prior to this 2001 series. Allegedly, they were going to do a film at one point, but that got canceled. It only appeared in a Sega CD title that had a bunch of new anime or animation and took some weird liberties with the story. Hope you like palette swaps of Minotaur and various animal men. Can you imagine the Mythos arc and the Netflix live live action adaptation? Oh my god. Dude, if you... It'll happen one day. They'll run out of animes that people know the name of. They did a really bad CG one that one of the people in our chat was talking about recently, and I had to go, no, don't do that. Don't watch that. Is that the... Oh, I think I... I think Cry I've of seen, Justice, like, I think it is. Oh, I might not have seen this one. I definitely I saw watch- one that was like looked like it was a modern animated one, but I, like it looked 2D. I want to watch that extremely cursed-looking JoJo's live-action movie. I thought that was considered okay. I don't know, but okay? the poster The live-action one's bad. actually pretty interesting. Okay. There's actually a prior anime movie for JoJo's that is so fucking hated that Araki used his pull to make sure it never saw a home video release. Yeah. And that yeah, came out like, in... When I th- I think the two thousands. Like from what I've heard, like there there are a handful of like decent live action anime adaptations, and it's like Netflix, oh, you mean like Death those Note fucking and, like, the sick Rurouni Kenshin movies? Netflix Death Note is not good. Ass Death Note oh, wait, ones sorry, I sorry, I'm mixing that up with a. Wasn't there a live action Death Note that's good? The the Japanese trilogy is good. That okay, that's the one. Hell yeah, dude! I highly recommend. Yeah the the actual okay. Japanese films are very good. Should I should I watch it without watching the series? Yes. No. <laughs> no, hands down, they're the best version of that story. Okay, but you miss all the cool shit like, I eat another chip. Who needs the fucking meme shit? It's a good supernatural I mystery. <laughs> I really, you're need telling the Chris meme- not to live for the meme shit? Okay, Bro, fair. fucking hash post-life over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, back to it's the episode. It's a good story. Yeah, basically, that's also ninety percent shit posting. Watch the an- watch the first twenty three episodes of the anime. Oh, Matt. oh, wait, wait, wait! Since since you mentioned the magic word, uh, like one of the projects I got to do for my class is like uh, analyzing like a customer survey for Facebook because we have to decide oh, no. whether or not we want to like um, buy Facebook stock for like the the university's like uh, endowment, and uh, as yeah, it's the. 
there's a section where it's like, what do you do the most on this thing? And there's an other section and someone put in shit post and I Hell just like yeah. saluted immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I saluted just now hearing that. Dang. I'm, I'm gonna post the screen cap I did uh, in the in the show notes. Just, oh, just post it in our life channel also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh I will, but after recording. You don't post in our Discord during recording like I do? Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> no, I can only do one thing at a time. Returning to the episode, though. Joe wakes up on the beach, and all the holes on his body have been bandaged. Artemis just announces her presence from offscreen with a, Don't move, because I only gave you basic medical care. And they resume their philosophy battle, this time uninterrupted under the light of the moon. Which, you know, Artemis, moon goddess, etc., uh, so her position is this. Humans only know how to kill one another and improve their killing. If they aren't killing, they're idle and useless, asking God to improve their lives instead of building a better society. Joe just says, All right, but how does that make you any different from a man with a bigger gun if your rule and peace is by force? The people have to decide on peace themselves if anyone is going to learn anything but now aim at the gods. So... She tries another tactic, but Joe just rebuts her argument of, you're closer to us, how can you defend this with, I just saw you mourn Achilles. You're as human as I am. Maybe Cyborg doesn't matter and we're all just people. And this is the point where her psychic mother, Hera, looks down and sees this from the hill and everything begins going to shit. So everything else this episode is moving pieces into place for the climax. On Magma Island, there's an awake held for Achilles. Hera has already snitched on Artemis, and she leaves in a huff, just telling Pan and Atlas, do as Apollo tells you. There's a good visual joke here where Poseidon, Lord of the Ocean and Commander of Water, is drinking a glass of water that I thought was very funny. I also I, love I, that he has to yeah. squeeze into this tiny reflecting yeah, pool at the top of the temple. Extremely uh -huh. funny to me. They do I, great stuff with scale on those two. Yeah, I, I was just surprised they weren't drinking wine. Uh, I, I noticed it wasn't wine. From I think the it water should have been, like and it might that. have been censored. Yeah, because it seems like a very Greek... Like, if you're going full Greek god, of course you're going to be drinking wine. My number one anime shit is visual gags, like Invisible Chick and My Hero Academia. I haven't seen that. There's a chick who's invisible, and she's always in all the group shots. It's extremely funny. Nice. That was probably one of my favorite jokes in Atlanta season two is they're talking about this Instagram guy who's got an invisible car because everybody shows him the cool shit. And they're like, no, man, he's just he's just fucking miming. What are you doing? Why are you giving that 10,000 likes? What if it was and, an invisible Ford Pinto, though? Well, <laughs> the best part is later on a party gets raided and you see everyone pulling out and you actually see the invisible car run a fucking dude over leaving the lot. <laughs> it's the best payoff. I was inhaling at the moment. It's so good. because Just in the middle of this scene, you just see a dude start rolling across nothing. Is that show? I know but, very little about it other than Childish Gambino's in it. It's so good. It's a very black comedy, but I love it. What is this on? I need Atlanta to watch this. on FX. It's I on Hulu. You said if you Atlantis, watch it. and I'm like, 
Gotcha. No, no, Atlanta. Where do you watch that? On Hulu? Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to watch yeah. that later now. Um, It's basically the closest that FX comes to Adult Swim shit, because they basically just tell him, look, whenever you got time, I know you're doing stuff, make us another season. So season three is going to be next year, it sounds like. Anyway, um, on the Dolphin... They've finally regrouped. Uh, Joe is getting fixed up. But they they have some more debate among the team, with a few people saying they believe Artemis's argument more than Joe's. One more time, Albert is all in on Team Joe and Team Humanity. Artemis, Ar- Artemis, Artemis's argument only sounds good if you're a dumb guy, right? Because it's like, you could create peace through war, but ultimately that's more violence, and all you're doing is deciding that real peace is impossible by not giving people a chance. Well, they the thing that is agreed with is Chang says, I don't know if she's wrong when she says humans only know how to fight. So it's not, yeah, she's she's clearly right, let's stay out of this. It's, you know, there might be some points to that. It's it's I mean, the cynics' also, view versus the optimists, and also like, but also you know, that's he objectively is, he, is a, he is Chinese, and like the China's like uh, whole history when it comes to wars at that point in time was not very good. Well, that's that's what happens when you make the state a person rather than an apparatus a person is in charge of. Mm-hmm. It's fair. It's like the same shit with like early Islamic history, right? There's more than a little of that, and yeah. That's a thornier issue than I think any of us are qualified to speak on, so let's just brush Especially past Especially on that. microphone. <laughs> yeah. But at this point, GB comes back, and he catches everyone up on what he saw, and Dr. Gilmore... Uh, I actually love that GB is able, you know, with the transformation, he just instantly turns into Dr. Gaia, so Gilmore can go, oh, fuck, I know that guy. Yeah, that's good. That is a good, that is a good un- previously unthought-of use of the power that I liked a lot. Yeah, yeah I, w- I was expecting him to do that and see, oh, he's going to turn into the guy. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. So, Dr. Gaia was a lone wolf hothead at Black Ghost who also specialized in cybernetics. But when Gilmore showed up and they restarted the Zero Zero project with his breakthroughs, the guy left for his own team, being the nihilist mirror to Gilmore's, you know, we're making things better. We're doing good things. Uh, Gaia was like, no, you... Make sure they don't have a human past. You make them more efficient. That's how you get better results. And Ivan has also woken up at this point and realizes that a generator GB is describing. I I do hate this cheat. We don't actually see the generator until now. Is something which would let a psychic cause the natural disasters worldwide. It looks like two drills. What's that? It looks like two drills. Yeah, it's two drills with a spark between them. It's it's pretty lazy. It's <laughs> two drills with a spark between them is a drill tweet. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> uh, so now everyone is prepping for the battle next time. Ivan, Gilmore, GB, and Punma are going to sneak under the island and destroy the generator. Everyone else is going to fight the cyborgs in an all-out duel to the death. And on a hillside under the moon, Artemis is sitting this out and thinking when Dr. Gaia comes up to her. And he's furious. 
I made you a goddess and you keep rejecting this divinity, so I'm going to fix you. I'm going to fix In you with a gun. In the silhouette, you can already tell he's holding a gun before, like, they even start talking. Yeah, this scene the weird part is, yeah, is yeah, great. Yeah. It, it's it's well done except for the yeah that part I thought he walked into the frame with the gun out and then he whips out a gun later and it's well like, it's like he second. it's like Why he had well the posture is him having his like hand on the holster yeah I okay. think like pulling yeah, it's not, in well, across he, pulls it out of his, like, he does out pull of it out it's not drawn that, when he walks that's out. you heart that's you holding your arm on the inside of the jacket ready yeah, yeah, on yeah. the opposite side of the jacket right yeah, yeah. and it, like it only works because she doesn't look over but otherwise that's very dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this whole scene is pretty well done, and Hell the yeah, final dude. shot we see the next morning is Artemis's body washed up on the beach. Well, like right here, it's pretty understated, where you don't even just see her get shot; you just get the big like overhead aerial shot of the gun firing and the sound. Oh, of the you don't gun even get you don't even get a away. gunshot sound. It's just he draws. They I mean, show like, it. The, the implication is clear what yeah happened. the implication yeah. is clear but you don't get confirmation until the morning shows her body on the beach yeah and then i mean and then you see it like in slow motion from a different angle next up yeah next episode they're going to do a, a slight continuation of the scene but the way this closes is really good no yeah, it's solid and so that takes us into the finale 25 mythos or mythos the final chapter depending on how you want to translate it uh when we left off, uh, everyone is heading out. They get to, you know, the dolphin goes underwater. The two teams of cyborgs meet up halfway up the mountain for combat. Everyone but Hera and Pan are there. And the battle kicks off with Joe and Apollo both pissed off, kind of taking center stage. To the point that, like, some of the other teams are actually going to stop fighting for a bit and watch this. Mm-hmm. but Jet uh, Jet actually tries to pop into accelerator mode and help Joe out, but the other two are just moving so fast he can't even do it sped up. It's a good touch. You don't see that much. Yeah. We, we kind of don't need notes for a lot of this first part because it's just very well done combat with everyone picking someone that their strengths go well with. Uh, except... It's kind of the opposite, right? Because, like, Chang gets to fight Poseidon. Okay, Chang is an idiot, but still. (laughs) And, like, GB fights a guy who's, what if it was me, but twice as good. The the airplane guy fights the lightning guy. Yeah, that seems like a bad choice. All of them are bad choices. That's a good combo, because he's the only one who's landed a hit on him. Hmm. Technically, he didn't do anything. It was Albert. Uh, no. Jet's the one who flies up and oh, knocks off Oh, did he shoot him with horns. the gun? Was that not the leg missile combo? No, he was out of ammo. Oh, yeah. Jet flies in when the ground gives way beneath him and gets a shot off. Yeah, fine. I'll oh, yeah, the Minotaur has his horns back. Yeah, Yeah, he's been repaired. Did we complain? What is his name in the... Uh, I, that must Minotaur. have happened while I stepped away. Yeah, you've already complained What was his it. original yeah, name? Yeah, Minotaur. Okay. Because you said he should have been Zeus. But then again, You're... like, what, why would you have Zeus be like playing second fiddle to Apollo? That's I think that's because Apollo is the god of war. <laughs> like Zeus I say, is... this this whole thing is very slapdash, and just blame it on the fact that Doctor Gaia is que- clearly only choosing what works for him. He's weird. That's bullshit. That makes me mad. That's not good enough. Carry on. Whatever. 
at least they gave them names this time. So uh, Apollo takes the upper hand, but he makes the mistake of threatening Francois, and suddenly Joe's back up and on him, putting him in a pincer hold. And this is where we find out that Apollo is regularly drawn with this weird glowing aura, and you think it's effect, but this is where we find out, oh no, he's permanently generating a heat wave because he's a pyrokinetic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Joe grabs him and he just starts screaming. (laughs) Apollo just camping in California. So... Pan is scouring the temple looking for Artemis. Hera tells him to stop wasting his time, but he blows past her. And in the undersea cave, Nereus A appears again, and B is once again insulted by everyone on the team for existing. (laughs) Even Gilmore's like, why would you make a cyborg hippo? But Ivan shutting uh, Nereus down alerts Hera that there's another psychic here, so they start having a esper duel. This a lot of combat and parallel threads begin happening for a while. If there's anything you want to point out, go nuts. Uh, all I'm going to say is based on the psychic combat, no wonder Ivan is asleep all the time because it is a free win button. Do yeah. fucking rules. That shit is so good. Yeah, and he's it, it, like in a bassinet the entire time. <laughs> oh, dude, it's hype as fuck. For what it's worth, I love Hera just looking at him and being like, I, I heard you had a child, but this is a literal infant. What the fuck? And then the literal infant starts schooling her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then they school each other too hard. Yeah. Uh, Somewhere in this point, Pan finds Artemis on the beach. She's not dead yet, but she's very wounded. And a thread throughout all this is they're slowly climbing up to try and stop the battle. Mm-hmm. But eventually, the psychic battle does have that unintended side effect. All the energy is causing feedback within the generator. And the all kinds of catastrophe starts happening to Magma I just, Island, I starting with the volcano. I can't up how the erupted. generator is just actually what if the harp conspiracy was real. It is. It very much is. It's that kind of vein of super science. Well, it just harnesses psychic powers to change the world. So the island begins sinking into the sea. The volcano is causing a super storm. Every disaster that could happen is hitting the island. Hera dies cool to lava. as hell. It, yeah. Yeah. The entire rest of this is everything being assaulted by flames and rubble. It's pretty cool. Nothing is not moving. There's actually yeah. a bit a little later where we see all the vistas from the second episode crumbling one by one in mirror shots of when we first saw them beautiful yeah it's rad and and there's a lot of if you're just listening to this you should look up this youtube or like clips of this fight on uh youtube uh it rules yeah uh yeah if you just look up apollo joe duel 009 you'll probably find some this this whole episode is pretty big and apollo being nearly fireproof gives zero zero shits and continues trying to murder joe through all the chaos Mm-hmm. He, there, there is one shot here that looks like Apollo was a, like should have finished off Joe and Francois because it cuts away as he's like firing and then like later on they're just normal fighting again and I'm like what happened Fletcher can a Greek god actually be fireproof can, it, can like a god of another religion become a Christian ha 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 uh, as we see at the end of the episode now. 
<laughs> but, but anyway, then, then Artemis shows up and says, Gaia shot me, and then they, Apollo goes on the Apollo mission. <laughs> I wondered why you were rushing in for that, and suddenly it makes sense. I've been sitting on that for so long, and I'm disappointed by how unfunny it is. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to, to our podcast. <laughs> this is... I, do descri- I do describe it as low-effort jokes. <laughs> this is also the point where... Artemis, having heard his rant the night before, spreads out that all Gaia wants to do is spread chaos and ravage the world in the name of Black Ghost. Mm -hmm. So this whole thing was not a plan for world peace. They were all just his pawns. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but this is the only time, uh, the first time. Such a bad plan for Dr. Gaia. Like, you you made robots that could kill you in an instant... And, like, are so angry that you're forced to supplicate in front of them all the time. And they are fixated on world peace. Why would you do that? This is the worst plan of all time. Well, I mean, what he could have done that would have made more sense is position himself as, like, the head god and have, like, kill switches for all of them. Which I'm sure he does, because he's a Black Ghost scientist. No, he doesn't. But that's so dumb that he doesn't. He's a man who's walking hubris. He literally stands in front of this exploding device going, look at this, the power of I, gods that he can't I, I, do anything I, I, with. I just love how he, he gets got. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Gilmore it's, and it's the others good. are trapped in the generator room with him. The generator is going even wilder. And then suddenly a bolt of flame shoots through the door they can't open, just rips him up. And Apollo walks in so hot that he melts the door with his presence. It just starts icing Gaia. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was dead before he walked in the room, which is like the the badass part of it. And then he just tries to like, you know, totally destroy him, and then the floor breaks up. Yeah, yeah he does like a Chicago Police Department to him. I was gonna say God. it's just shot after shot after shot until you don't see what the final result looks like. It's fallen through the earth. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and Joe has followed him and he's trying to the last to talk some sense into this guy look you're not a god if you're a god why is Artemis dead and Apollo's last words are just simply I am a god I'm a god and the flames rise and the ceiling crushes him Yeah, I, I just I don't understand why asserting his godhood means he just can't like leave the building he thinks he's invincible. I get dramatically, like, I get it. He needs to die, and it needs to be, like, tragic and, and all that. But I'm just like, y- you don't have to prove that by just standing there. Okay, so since you brought it up, I wasn't going to mention this. Uh-huh. I mentioned how completely rushed the ending of this arc was originally. Like, I said the Zero Zero's fate was left ambiguous. You don't see Gaia and Apollo die. They just vanish. Ah, okay. So I mean, this is basically finishing off that arc. Yeah, yeah. And we never, you never see uh, Hera again either. Like, yeah, she you just do. Kind of. You do. Yeah, the she's trying to chase after Ivan, and the lava sweeps between them, just the rolling over her. Body. Oh, right. It does roll over her, but it looked like well, she, she had she bubbles like, a up. shield around her at the time. Like yeah, there was she like bubbles a, a up. bubble effect, and I thought that was she would have like survived it. The whole tunnel floods with magma. She does not survive. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, but we cut back outside where all the other people who don't have accelerators are, and 
Artemis's body tumbles down on some of the piece of island into the magma. Francois is just horrified as Atlas follows her in, and she tries to stop Pan, but he just gives her a sad look and flings his own corpse after her. And then Atlas is like, Artemis, and then walks into the lava pool. He doesn't even say Artemis, he just walks. Um, the other cyborgs are, the other mythos cyborgs are doing no better. Minotaur is screaming at his demise and Poseidon is just kind of trying to melt with dignity. And (laughs) this is where all of the vistas we saw are just consumed scene by scenes. Finally, nothing remains but smoke over the water and flames. F's in chat. So... Gilmore is just giving a sad speech on the deck of the dolphin as they all watch this. And he says, They lived as gods, and they died as gods, because they were denied any path to humanity. That's the difference between you and them, and look what that difference made. But GB like just the- goes, But but a human made them that way. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the thing is, I, I, I forget if we mentioned it, but part of the conversation between Artemis and Joe is basically Joe saying, No, you're actually human, though. Oh, yeah. And she's like, well, I only I was only programmed to think that, like, Apollo is my brother, and I just know that. And yeah, it, the only like, thing I remember sure? is we are related. I choose this family. Yeah, and, like, she starts doubting the fact that she is not human. Yeah, Artemis is the only one who will reject the we're all gods narrative, and that's mm. why she gets God. Yep. But... Uh, yeah, GB says he doesn't even know what they're fighting for anymore if this is what stopping Black Ghost got them. And G Jr. and Joe kind of come at him with, well, we're fighting to preserve peace. We want to be the last humans who ever have to fight. Mm-hmm. So we just pan away with a shot on both the cyborgs and the ruins of the island. Nothing but haunting piano score for a little, and that's season one. And the haunting piano is immediately ruined by the hard cut to the techno beat again. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is never a good. <laughs> there should have been a fade on on that, my guy. I know. Uh, so at this point, we, I told the other two to skip it. Should, I'm just going to give it do a this next. We should do this next episode. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree with that. <sighs> All right. Why, why would you tack on a hyper-abbreviated version of the first episode of Season 2 to the end of the episode? It's not. This one? is the last episode of Season 1. Oh, the clip show is? Yeah. Yeah, episode 26 mm. was Season 1. Weird. This was know, just, nar- this was just a piece of filler. Should, for narrative reasons, I think we should do it next time. There's really nothing here. It's just a lot of Gilmore, like... Like, one or two pieces of character development and a lot of English. Are you sure? What I'm saying is that we've been recording for two hours and I got shit to do today, and we already have a really nice narrative tie-off point. All right. Then, with that, any thoughts? Uh, fucking lit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge mark for Greek and Roman mythology stuff to begin with, so that helped. Uh, Once I got over the initial, like, what the fuck is actually happening in this show after, uh, like, episode 22, I I went like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Uh, And it's pretty neat. 
it, it's kind of a bummer. Like you knew all these guys were gonna die because like it wasn't like you're gonna have like your X Force, whatever, just doing their own thing. You know, the gods just helping out other people in a different part of the world. So I'm like, ah, I can't really get too attached to these people. But I, I thought their designs look cool. Yeah, I think it helps that they give it the longest period of any arc in season one to breathe. If they yeah. tried to shove this down into a two-parter, think of how bad this would have been. Oh god, that would have been awful. What? But why? Why is Apollo? Oh, sorry. Why is Achilles' shield like shoot out laser beams again? Because that's it's sick. it's solar. It's solar. Okay, sure. <laughs> that makes sense. That's that's how he uh, that's how he conquered Troy. It's a mirrored shield. It's mythological. Uh-huh. Achilles actually conquered Troy. I've been a really long time. Uh no, uh, he got Troy got in the fucking oh, fight. He died. Well, he he dies as they are like entering the city. Okay, but that mm. yeah, he definitely mm. doesn't conquer the city. My dude is like the most famous casualty of that battle. Oh, well, no, he dies, but like they win the win the battle. Yeah, but he doesn't he get to do right shit. He basically shows up, gets off a couple Sorry, of we're attacks. D- we're doing naughty naughty dog studio credits rules right now. <laughs> All right. If All you right. Die that in the production the, of this video game, coldest you're not in the credits. thing you could say to me, but I can't deny it. <laughs> Look, I was doing it too. We'll be back in two weeks with the weirdest shit, baby. Oh, great. Love it. Looking forward to it. Um, If you guys do decide to watch episode 26, they I do will. a teaser for season two, and I think you're both going to be going, why is this Annihilation? Hell yeah. Yeah. I should okay. watch Annihilation again today. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, with that, we're done. We'll be back. See you all around.